Hello, and welcome to Down at Kintail Camp, a podcast that keeps you connected to the people, stories, and sounds that make Camp Kintail an especially special place. I'm Kristen Hydra-Gillard, and we are delighted to share in the good news of the resurrection today with our Executive Director, Reverend Teresa McDonald-Lee. With lightened hearts and the promise of new and beautiful things, we'll start this podcast with a scripture reading. A reading from John. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there, and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as they yet did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead, Then the disciples returned to their homes. Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene, but Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni? Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Happy Easter. We're glad to have you join us this morning from Camp Kintail. I know this is not Easter as we normally celebrate it, but it is Easter nonetheless. O Lord, may the words on my lips and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our refuge. Amen. I'm not sure I want things to go back to the way they were before. I heard a wise minister say this in a meeting last week. I'm not sure I want things to go back to the way that they were before. It caught me by surprise. I thought we all just wanted life to go back to the way it was a few weeks ago, back to normal. I want my children to be back to school and to their normal round of dance and swimming lessons, choir practice and visits with friends. I want to be able to go to camp and talk to the staff in person, not through Zoom. I want to go to the grocery store and pick things up without having to buy them. I want to hug friends and be at my Aunt Rosemary's house for Easter dinner today. I even want to go to meetings again, just for the chance to see people face to face. 
I thought what I wanted was life to go back to the way things used to be. I wonder if this was how Mary and the disciples felt on that first Easter morning. Just a week before, it had felt like things were changing for the better. They had ridden into Jerusalem to cheers, but now everything was in ruins. I'm sure Mary longed for the conversations she had had with Jesus and her siblings. The disciples wanted to be exasperated all over again by Jesus' questions and stories. They wanted to see the water turned into wine, the bread and fishes multiplied, the storm being made still. They even wanted the dirt and hard beds of the road, the crowds pushing in on them, for that would mean that they were with Jesus and that he was alive. They wanted life to go back to the way it was. But the stark reality of the situation must have hit Mary as she approached the tomb. There is no denying the finality of the tomb. There is no going backwards. There is no return to the way life used to be. But when she approached the grave, Mary saw that something was amiss. The stone was rolled away and Jesus' body was no longer in his resting place. She ran to tell the disciples and they witnessed this horrible truth as well. Mary stayed in the garden and wept. Through her veil of tears, she knelt to look in the grave again and found angels. When she turned around, she saw the gardener. In her anger, despair, and disbelief, Mary begged the gardener to take her to Jesus. The gardener spoke her name, and then Mary saw that it was Jesus. Jesus was there, with her, in the garden. The promise of resurrection, of new life, was in front of her. Nothing would ever be the same again, nor did she want it to go back to the way it was. This was now the new order of things. Through Jesus, we now know the absolute depths of God's never-ending love for us. We witness Jesus' solidarity and identification with our suffering. We know that we are not and never will be alone. We have been restored, forgiven, and made new. Things will never go back to the way that they were before. Hallelujah. Can we, in this time and place, find a way to say hallelujah as well? We too are heirs to the promise of that day outside the tomb. We too are caught up in the promise of resurrection, of God being with us and for us and beside us and before us always. Can we hear Jesus' voice calling our name? Can we make out his face through our tears? Can we see that we are not alone? This is an Easter like no other, but it is Easter. He is still risen. He is risen indeed. In the clear light of resurrection, our tears turn to laughter. Jesus is with us, has always been with us. God's care has never left us. Through Christ, we are strengthened and made new. We do not want things to stay, stay the same. We want to stand with Mary and proclaim that new life has come to us. Hallelujah. Life cannot remain the same in the knowledge of resurrection. Life cannot remain the same in the face of a pandemic. For much has been revealed and we do not want life to remain the same. Just as Mary recognized Jesus in a new guise, so too have we recognized our world and our neighbors again. Moving forward, may we never take grocery store workers and farmers and truck drivers for granted. 
May we remember our nurses and physicians and respiratory therapists and social workers and hospital staff who are keeping us well. May we lift up those who do the most difficult and dirtiest jobs of all as they are keeping us clean and healthy. May we give thanks every day for those who keep us safe. Firefighters, police officers, paramedics, military personnel, women's shelters and children's aid societies. May we know that we are all connected from the smallest to the strongest and that all of us are fragile. May we cherish and protect our elders, their wisdom and their stories. May we provide loving care and opportunities for our neighbors with disabilities and immune compromised bodies. May we pay attention to those without shelter and seek solutions in the days ahead with as much urgency as we have in these last three weeks. May we spend time around the table with our families and call and text and write letters and check in with our neighbors. May we watch the news and pay attention to what is happening in places far from us with compassion. May we inspire each other with art and music and laughter and theater and sonnets and banjos and books. May we find the time to reach out with the hands of Christ to those who are in need. May we treat each other with the love that we've been given by God. May we see each one as precious, beloved, and worthy of Christ's sacrifice. Jesus was crucified, died, and was buried. These facts remain the same. But he was resurrected, bearing the scars from what had gone before. In this, he was made beautiful. In this, he brought us new life. Nothing was ever the same, and life did not, could not, remain the same. May this be true for us now. Amen. Thank you to Teresa for sharing in these glad times with all of us, and for Mark for reading the gospel story today. Truly, this is a beautiful time to remember the many promises of new beginnings, fresh starts, and the everlasting love that has been gifted to us. Stay connected as our lives continue to be a new kind of normal. Check in for chapel on weekday mornings on our media channels, watch for new photos and videos, and stay tuned for more podcasts and story times as the spring moves forward. Through these challenging times, we hope that today will still be filled with joy for you and that you'll be as excited for new things to come as we are down at Kintail Camp. Thank you.